Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 126 of episode, fuck, episode, I'm right out of her already. Uh, episode uh, 126 of Fight League Atlantic Exposure, sponsored by our friends at Maritime Madness. Use the code FLA10, save 10%, receive shipping over $35 in Canada. Over 30 different flavors to choose from, hot sauces, rubs, rub it all over your body, eat it, whatever you want to do, buy it. All right, folks, let's get into it. Uh, a fantastic episode here with everybody's favorite noon TV show, I guess, with wrinkled old promoter cat. Uh, we're going to get right into it here, folks. we got four fantastic athletes uh, that are going to be on this upcoming Submission Kumite event next weekend. Uh, we're watching the situation closely here with uh, with the two provinces and uh, kind of we'll kind of, uh, you know, we're praying that everything's kind of continue on as it is. So uh, we'll uh, reevaluate next week. Uh, so for anybody who's wondering about the bracket, we're going to drop that next Monday. We're going to wait a little bit and uh, again, reevaluate uh, the situation in New Brunswick and make sure that everything's safe there. Obviously with uh, COVID-19 folks, uh, safety is the number one concern uh, for us, especially as our brand in a business. So let's get right into it here, folks. Uh, two of the athletes, uh, they're waiting in the wings to get on here, um, uh, Mr. Justin McKenzie from SOB MMA down in uh, Cape Breton, Nova Scotia. Talented guy is going to be competing uh, in the co-main event, I guess. So we'll call it uh, the co-main event right before the final against Mr. Mike Somerville of MXT. So let's bring him on. Justin McKenzie, how are you, buddy? How's it going, bro? Nice to be back. Awesome. Yeah, welcome back. Second time around. How you doing? Good, man. How are you? Not too bad at all. And uh, we'll bring uh, the second uh, guy waiting in the wings, a uh, talented guy out of Synergy up there in Fredericton, uh, New Brunswick. He's got a big match coming up against him. He's uh, He's been waiting for it. And these two guys are kind of looking forward to getting in the cage and uh, having a good match and, and seeing, seeing what happens, right? So two great athletes, and we'll see how it goes. Mr. Jake Cunningham, how are you, buddy? Not too bad. How are you guys? Awesome, man. Thanks again for joining us. How's things, gentlemen? Good, man. Good. Yeah. Cape Breton, Fredericton. What are the differences like, gentlemen? Obviously, you know, we've talked so much about COVID here in the last, I'm, I'm goddamn sick of talking about it, truthfully, but it continues to, it, it's it's the world we live in now, you know, it's the things that you have to talk about. So how's training been for both of you guys and uh, the two different aspects uh, or two different areas of the, you know, the Maritimes? You can go first, Justin. All right. Uh, well, Polite. There you go. <laughs> it's, uh, I guess it's not the same as New Brunswick. We're wide open in the gym. We're training every day. So, other than wearing a mask when I walk into the gym, it's basically back to what it was before COVID. Nice. Yeah. Um, in New Brunswick, it's a little bit different. Like I know, or from what I understand, Nova Scotia, like Justin said, is a little bit more free um, as far as like having people, more people in the class and like um, having the ability to train with different people. Uh, we kind of have bubbles. So we kind of like one assigned training partner and stuff like that. So like um, the rules are a little bit different, but we've been able to, uh, you know, work with them and, and get the work in that's needed. So it's been good. Nice. Yeah. yeah. It's in Nova Scotia. Yeah. It's been like that for quite a while. I think, you know, other than wearing a mask when you walk in, you know, we've been training and uh, now it's open up to, I think groups of 50. So you can train with and that you don't need to social distance or have a bubble or anything. And I got to commend, you know, obviously everyone, we can commend the, the healthcare workers and everybody working on the front lines without them, you know, it's simply, we wouldn't be here, but also as a province and, and as the Maritimes, we've done really well. I got to say. In comparison, yeah, we're definitely doing better than most. Mm -hmm. People are listening. Yeah. Yeah. Know? So. Yeah, and I, I think we're lucky just with where we are. Like, if we were, say, down in, uh, well, Moncton would be an example, but, like, uh, somewhere down in the States, like, everything else is so much more um, rampant 
in other places. So, you know, I've been telling people like we're lucky to be in Atlantic Canada right now because like I think Manitoba had like 700 cases the other day or something like that. Like it, I might be wrong really? with that number, but it, yeah, it was a crazy number. So yeah. it's not <clears throat> like you know I might move back to Halifax get that training in, but uh, <laughs> but. Uh, no, I think we're lucky just to be where we're at. So you, you know what, man? Like I've lived all over the world, and like here I'm living in I live in Halifax, and I feel completely safe. You know, like I go everywhere, I wear a mask. Everybody wears a mask. You see the odd people that don't, but you know, for me, I don't know what their issue is. They might not be able to wear a mask or whatever, but it doesn't yeah. happen too often. So yeah, I I, I don't know. It's, <clears throat> it's interesting. Like, but I'm from Picto, and, and there's some days I certainly think I'm like, huh, I, I would like to build a shack in the woods. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've been telling so many people that man i just i want to live with my dogs in the woods at my own little greenhouse <laughs> that's it that's it greenhouse that's key greenhouse that's huh? right <laughs> it's a dandy idea but then there's there's no one to do jujitsu with so yeah yeah. Dogs. <laughs> yeah yeah true that's a very good point actually you yeah. have to have like build a little tiny home community yeah <laughs> just people in your club <laughs> yeah so what's um uh, uh like training obviously you have colton training with you up there uh he's getting ready justin how's he yeah. feeling he's feeling good he's excited to have something lined up right so. yeah motivating right like that's yeah. that's what i keep telling you know not 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 the commission the commission's well aware of it you know and, and they're very adamant about getting events going forward right but in like their like their point to doctors and everybody else is like the, the longer this goes this sport is not hockey yeah. it's going to die yeah like it's not a hundred years old yeah you know so it's it's a huge setback so we gotta you know we gotta take some leaps here and i think this is an event where you know safely done down the right way it's motivating and it's good for people yeah and i think it proves to the commission too if this goes safely like what's like what literally what's the difference between what we're going to do and then we have a set of four ounce gloves on punching each other. It's literally the same thing, right? Yep, exactly. Yeah. This rapid testing, I think, could be huge. What's your expectation, uh, Jake, coming out of this event? First uh, time grappling in a big grappling event, obviously in a cage too. Yeah, no, for me, it's an icebreaker. Like, uh, you know, I I fought six, seven years ago, whatever it was. Um, and, you know, I, I felt comfortable at that time. And now it's I'm, I'm actually an adult now and uh, – I'm back in training and, and, you know, training feels great, but to actually go and compete is a whole different, uh, whole different feeling. It's a whole different rush of emotions and, and adrenaline and that kind of thing. So it'd be nice to just kind of get in there and it's, it's a nice breaker for me. Um, and it's really like, I, I am like chomping at the bit to compete somehow, some way. So that's, that's why I messaged you guys. I was like, I just, I, I want something. Yeah. So I, was, I was supposed to fight back in April for elite one. And uh, obviously COVID, you know, turned that upside down. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, I was already like ready, like ready to go. And then um, it didn't happen. So I was disappointing. So I was really happy that you guys uh, were able to put something together and, and uh, give us an opportunity to do something. Well, that's it, man. Like it's an opportunity to keep us busy as a brand, yeah. you know, keep our skills sharp too, of what we're doing, learning, growing. And then it also gives athletes like you and Justin and other athletes a chance to keep going, keep motivated. And how about you, Justin? What's your expectations coming out of this thing? Same, similar, I would, I would guess. Same thing. Now that we're close, I'm like locked in and yeah, excited for it. Been training pretty hard for it. I've had, because of COVID, I have lots of time to get ready. So the confidence is definitely there. Um, I'm going to try to pull a finish out of the, out of the hat. So that's nice. Plan. Awesome. Yeah. Finishes are key, you know, in this rule set, you know, and, uh, I think they're, you know, it's everybody has a different style when they grapple and compete, but 
submissions uh, are super fun to watch, a little mm -hmm. more exciting, you know. One, one thing we've always had a problem with with our past events and, and submission-only events is like the submissions because, you know, it, it, were they legit submissions if it would go to a draw, you know. So we've kind of yeah. fixed that with this event and made it, you know, with an overtime with points and then if that's a draw then it goes to the three judge decision like judo yeah. they'll hold yeah. up three flags kind of thing and uh so yeah it, sh it should be good and with the with the matches like you guys kind of in between uh keeping everybody fired up it's it's, it's going to be a cool venue really tight really small uh intimate so it should yeah. be pretty fun that's well, awesome yeah it is. <laughs> well a lot of people don't uh all right well uh we got uh mr rob logan joining us here uh better late then never, Rob. What's up, Hi, Rob? bud. How are you, Jim Mr. Rob Logan? MXT Jiu-Jitsu. How are you, sir? Just finished training. Thanks for uh, making the time. I know you probably rushed home to get uh, get on, man. So thanks for joining us. What's I, was sh I was shitting on you for being laid off there. So don't. I'll make it up. <laughs> Good, man. I deserve it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, man. How's your day? We were just, uh, you know, discussing everything. Obviously, uh, yourself and Mr. Cunningham there got a match coming up. We were talking about uh, Justin. <laughs> You know, this event's something to keep uh, athletes like you busy, but also our skills as a promotion and brand moving forward. How's it been for you? Obviously, you're big on social media. You're big on branding yourself and, and kind of, you know, I guess making yourself known that you're competing in an event, which is cool from a promotion standpoint. All of you guys are very good at that. And uh, how's it been for you, Rob, just kind of keeping busy and motivating? Uh, it was hard at first before you guys uh, announced this event for sure. Like this summer, I was just kind of going through it uh training 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 pretending i had something on on the line the whole time no matter what and then uh basically as soon as you guys gave me this kumite to work towards man it's been uh, full steam ahead ever since and uh the reception's been really great uh, i've had a lot of people show interest in this match and then just seeing me perform again and getting back in that cage nice so. that that's a lot of things that i'm interested too because you know there's a mix in this bracket you know both of you guys are all three of you guys are mma guys so you've always You've obviously experienced the canvas in a cage compared to mats on the ground. And it'll be interesting to see because a lot of jujitsu guys who are competing might not have felt that difference before. So it'll be interesting with a takedown, how that kind of handles. I love it. I love this idea. Well, what, what do you guys, we'll start with you, Justin. What, you know, what's, uh, what do you think is a strength for you? You know, you know, obviously this cage work and all this kind of stuff can be utilized, which it couldn't be in, in, on a, on a mat. 100%. Um, what I'm bringing to the table, like I'm a bigger guy, but uh, I won't I won't spoil it too much, but I definitely have a weird style of jiu-jitsu where people are like, don't expect me to play the way I play because I'm an MMA guy. So I'm excited to show that side of my game. Nice. Don't want to give out the details. I like yeah. it. Just keeping it secret, boys. I, uh, I, uh, I think Mike possibly is working, eh, Rob, I would think? Yeah. 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 So, uh, our apologies to Mike last night. We had some, I'm not sure what was going on with the program here, but it, we spoke to a couple other people and they're having the same issue. So it's all fixed now. Thank God. So anyway, our apologies, to, uh, our, our, our apologies to Mike Somerville who couldn't make it. So he's competing against Justin, obviously. So what about you, Jake? Uh, well, just like I said before, like it's a nice icebreaker. Uh, I've been in the cage before four times. So It'll be nice to just get in there, get the feeling again. And, and uh, you know, I plan on competing in mixed martial arts quite frequently after that. So it's um, it's going to be like a nice icebreaker and, and nice to just get in there. And, like, you know, it's different when you have a competitive uh, mindset versus, like, when you're training with your training partners, obviously. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you do things a little bit differently. So I'm, <clears throat> I'm interested just to, in one way to see how I react, um, but also – 
um, to have, like I say, have that icebreaker and be able to um, just get in that comfort zone again. Yeah, that's important, Rob. I just don't want to stay on the bottom this whole time on the cage, bud. <laughs> <laughs> Last time I was with Zach, I just hung out and shit talked him the whole time while he was hitting me. This time I got to do something. So, oh, we'll you look pretty good. I got to say, yeah, though, no, I watched that fight, man. That whole Sacramento is just sitting there chirping, like. Yeah. I mean, even Jimmy Smith's like, I think Rob's chirping him, and it's like, yeah, I think I might have been by. <laughs> well, that's well. I guess we'll lead to that. You know, with uh, is that a big part of your, you know, uh, moving into this match? Is that something like you said you're going to do something different? So you you've kind of changed your game plan. You know, you've obviously got that experience now. It's like no, still a fucker though. That's the thing. Like <laughs> if I can, yeah, I'm still going to be chirping, but it's. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I just think I have more of a jiu-jitsu game plan. Like, I have more experience grappling than I did in the MMA. That was my first MMA match, so I was a little – I don't want to say dazzled by the lights, but you know what I mean? It was new. Sure. Uh, this situation, I got. I think I got pretty well in hand, so it'll be different. There you go. What do you got to say to that, Jake? <laughs> <laughs> uh, honestly, I, I'm, I'm eager. Um, you know, It should be a good match. That's why we put yeah. you guys up together. That's, you know, for – again – we, we sorry not to cut you off, Jake, no, but we, right. we want this match to be. We want people to have something to look forward to. People who want to keep busy should have opportunities to keep busy. And you guys are very well matched. It's a great opportunity for us as well, right? Just as much as I think it is for you guys. So thank you both of you guys for doing it. Same as you, Justin. Not an easy time for anybody. Yeah, I don't know how to segue no. out of that. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be fun in the cage, though. I'm looking forward to uh, seeing how the wall work works with the B the BJJ guys. Like, I want to see during the Kumite, especially. I want to see how some of the guys that have never really been in the cage deal with that wall pressure and some of that wrestling aspect of it. I think a lot of that will come into play for some people. I mean, I uh, so, I'm to see how it does and doesn't for others. But I think it, it's a big factor for anybody that's ever grappled with the wall. So yeah, we'll see how it plays out. Especially the cage too. It hurts like shit. Like <laughs> pretty flexible, man. Like it is flexible. Well, especially after you guys, it's real flexible. Yeah, it ends, man. Oh, yeah, we, yeah, we had to get it fixed. We had to get our cage fixed from Zach and Rob. So I'm sure we'll probably have to get it fixed again from Jake and Rob. So, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's anyway. That's it, man. Two big guys moving, you know, really fast at a high level. It's kind of what happens, right? But. Um, yeah, it's it's interesting, man, how that's gonna work. Cause I look at guys like you know, also like Kaladis and and Christian, you know, like there's and also there's a lot of other high level MMA guys in there too. But you know, those are two guys that you think of, like wall work, especially Kaladis. That's a big part of his game. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So we'll see. Any any picks for you guys for the bracket? <laughs> yeah, uh, I I don't, I don't know, man. It's like like you said, it's exciting. I don't even know who to pick. Like you're saying, you got MMA guys that are used to doing MMA while work. Then you got jiu-jitsu guys that are used to attacking the legs, and the MMA guys aren't doing a lot of that either, right? So yeah, who knows what's going to happen. It's cool to see whose strategy is going to work and who's going to prevail with the right strategy. Yeah, the game of chess, right? right. Judo's yeah. bringing that elbow drop, so I'd watch for that. <laughs> I hope he's wearing a singlet. <laughs> that would be cool. A judo singlet. Should be Just a slingshot, bro. <laughs> just the Borat costume, yeah. There's there's technically no rules against that, I guess. So, no one's, uh, really. Well, well, there is, I guess. I, guess. I might be going on Amazon here later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
we'll get you tons of YouTube views. <laughs> yeah, that, that's right. That's right. Well, so I know Joel and Presley did that one time with our Tapper Tag event, and uh, they dressed up and came out to like wrestling. Uh, I don't know what it was, but I think it was like uh, who was uh, Marty Janetti and uh, Sean Michaels. Shawn Michaels. I don't know uh, what they called. Or... <sighs> that's embarrassing. The Rockers. <laughs> the Rockers. That's right. That's right. We know the answer. Thank you, thank you, buddy. I appreciate <laughs> that. Yeah, it's uh it's gonna be interesting, man. All that kind of stuff that we're talking about. It's uh, I'm I'm interested. Who's actually gonna win the bracket? I think it's as well too. This show's gonna be kind of exactly like our MMA event. Like the lights are gonna look the same. You know, it's obviously gonna be in front of no crowd, which should be kind of interesting, though. What do you, you guys obviously have never competed in front of no crowd? No. Every time we're in the gym. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah, I guess. Quote uh, Bill Belichick, it's just like practice. <laughs> they asked yeah. him what it was like to play in front of no crowd. He goes, it's like practice. <laughs> yeah, that's right. The only people that are going to, you know, there's going to be like six people there yeah. watching, really. So it's going to be pretty similar to that. And it's, uh, I find it awkward sometimes. Like I found it very awkward uh, the first MMA event when I was sitting cage side because I know everybody kind of not so well, but pretty well. And when someone's losing or if someone's getting beat up and they look look at me in the eyes and I'm like, fuck, like, <laughs> yeah, don't look at me. Like, I don't know what, like, I don't know if it's like, if cause I'm just, am I supposed to go like, go, because then it's unfair with the other guy. Like, yeah. it's a weird position, man. So I'm, we're excited uh, for the event in general. I think it's going to be really exciting. There's a lot of hype around it. So um, we'll see how the pay-per-view goes by. Uh, pay-per-view buys go. Um, speaking of which, Paul Harnish. Hope everybody supports FLA in this event. That would be great. Uh, Pay-per-view buys so far, not doing too, too bad, actually. Uh, pretty well. So keep great. it up. Uh, everybody in the Maritime supporting. It's a, it's an important thing. Um, where's the ring? I had the ring out here. Uh, I lost it. But we're going to kind of continue those for MMA. So uh, hopefully all three of you guys will be competing in the very near future. Our, our plan is uh, we've booked a date um, in early February. So now it's just about crossing the T's with when, when I say book a date, that's with a venue and, uh, and then the commission will obviously have to, we're still working on that. Um, but it's still, it's, it's good because it's taking those steps. And I think amateur is a big thing, you know, moving forward, all three of you guys are amateurs. And what, what do you think? Uh, we'll start with you, Justin, your amateur career. Uh, how many more you got in you before you think you'll spit off the pro? One more. One more. Wait. <coughs> Middleweight? Uh, I think I think for pro I'm gonna try to do seventy, but I'm not trying to cut a, I'm not trying to cut a bunch of weight for amateur. I'll just do middleweight for that. Yeah, that seems to be a lot of people seem to be saying like uh, amateur. You know, don't cut a lot of weight. You know, just fight. Why well, suffer? You know what I mean. Your record goes back to O and O, and you go pro anyways. You might as well just get your experience and not kill yourself doing it. You know. Yeah. Well, what do you think? I know that was a big thing for you and uh, some of the guys down there, the rule set here in Nova Scotia. Um, it's, you know, it is what it is, I guess. It's not going to change, unfortunately, for, yeah. for now. But hopefully it eventually, that's the thing about FLA. If we can get to, you know, uh, the way we're thinking is five years down the road, mm -hmm. not this year, next year, you know, five years down the road where we can be banging off four or five, six events per, maybe more. Yeah, per, so then, you know? in that sense, a guy that comes up in the game, he fights three times in a year, and then that rule set exactly. doesn't matter. It doesn't apply to him, right? So it's not a big deal. I kind of think of, like, I, we were kind of butthurt about it at first, but now I'm just, like, I kind of think of it as, like, an opportunity to um, create new skills. So 
Yeah. If I can only hit them in the body, so be it. Let's, let's make it happen. You know what I mean? You can kick to the head, though. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'm, cool. I'm cool with that rule set, man. You know, it's interesting. You know, I didn't like it at first, but I was surprised there wasn't more grappling in our first event. But Rob yeah. will spin over to you. Uh, how about you? What is, what is the rule set or the, how many fights well, I got kind left? Of, yeah, kind of both. Like amateur, I know you're you're kind of probably I hate not. The rule set. Yeah, for sure. I definitely hate it. It takes away like two or three of my main weapons with the ground and pound, the knees and elbows. Uh, kicking people in the head's fine, but I mean, yeah, I want to hit them on the ground too. Uh, I don't want to fight Amy really uh, much longer. Two more would be cool. Then probably do pro eighty five for a couple fights. I'm not a young fellow. Like, I plan on rocking the wheels off this thing in the next couple of years. Like, I got maybe two years left in me. And uh, I want to keep the trajectory moving up so that I can hit somebody with, like, a, a name that I can retire on kind of a deal. But uh, as far as the rule set goes, like, I, I don't appreciate the Nova Scotia rule set. I was even talking to you about trying to skip up to Quebec and do a couple of their fights just mm -hmm. to get those two fights out of the way. But yeah. it didn't work out. And then, uh, but, yeah, and it is what it is. I mean, the, the, the AMI rule set in Nova Scotia is limited, but if you can't mm -hmm. work with a limited rule set, then you're probably not skilled enough to be fighting anyway. And yeah. then, uh, very yeah, well. as far as fighting AMI goes, I'm not a huge fan of it, but I'm going to do it for a couple, and then we'll get that out of the way. Probably dropped 85 for pro, because I'm not a heavyweight, and there's no light heavyweights around. So, uh, yeah, footer. Yeah. Well, that's pretty straightforward, and I like <laughs> I like it that way. Then um, that's exactly it, man. You know, when you have a certain amount of time and a timeline and goals, you want to get forward, and that's why it's. I don't think elite one's gone away. People, you know, some people I've heard like, I don't elite one's not. I'm like, man, elite one's Mike not will be going there forever. Mike will be there as soon as they can be doing events going, which is important. We as need Mike. Open, they'll be back. Yeah, and we need them back. Like, let's not kid ourselves here. They're a great yeah. promotion that's did a shit ton of work for the East Coast scene. We yeah. need them back doing events regularly, right? So hopefully that's the case. Uh, what about you, Jake? Um, I haven't really said anything to anyone uh, except, like, people close to my circle. But uh, I'd actually like to go right to pro, uh, like, after after this grappling event. Um, you know, kind of like how Rob said, it takes away so many tools um, in, in New Brunswick, I think the amateur rules are a little bit different. I think we're allowed to do a little bit of you are. Now. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'd, I'd like to go right to pro. It um, gives me a lot more tools. And you don't like when you're training or when I'm training anyway, I'm not thinking, am I allowed to do this? Am I allowed to do that? I just yeah. kind of know the, the outline of everything. And, and I, I want to do that in a fight. I don't want to, you know, it's not like I'm looking to go make money or anything like that. Like it's a regional scene, so it's not nothing crazy, but. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa! Just... We can pay you twelve hundred <laughs> bucks, man. <laughs> Probably, uh, more, but, but <laughs> no, I mean, I like, yeah, like honestly, it's it's uh, you know, I, I had talked to you before saying you know I want to show you guys like I'm a money maker. Like I had um, before I even had tickets in hand for for April, like three tables spoken for and almost sixty tickets. I think it was like fifty eight tickets or something mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. And um, so that was really like exciting for me because I haven't, I haven't competed since 2013 um, for years and years after, like I'm from Woodstock. It was a small town of 4,000, 5,000 people. Mm -hmm. And everyone's like, so when are you going to fight next? And it's like, well, my last fight was four years ago, but you know, and uh, so, you know, still have that reputation for whatever reason. Um, but now that I'm back into it, it's just been like an immense amount of support. Awesome. Um, I've had like family, friends and friends of mine out West in Newfoundland, uh, in every province, uh, ex except PEI, I guess, and in, in the, in the 
Atlantic Canada, excuse me. Um, I've made new friends that are just all of a sudden all in. I had eighty something t-shirts sold, uh, like just crazy amount of support. Like people have helped me financially with with sponsorships, with their own personal funds. My parents helped me, you know, like uh, going to multiple gyms and stuff, like traveling from Woodstock to Fredericton currently. Nice. Um, the training, you know, man. yeah, it gets expensive. Like I, I, like right now I'm doing two days, sometimes three days. So I'm, I'm hitting the gym in the morning and then I'm going up training jujitsu, Muay Thai, whatever in that evening. And, and, uh, you know, and I'm bouncing between, I go to evolution as well with Andy Young and <clears throat> excuse me. And then I'm also training at Synergy. So, um, it's nice to be able to have like those options and whatever, even with the COVID, um, implementations. <laughs> So, yeah. anyways, to answer your question, I, I'd love to go pro <laughs> right away. So, yeah, well, that's good. That's yeah. that's again, that's why we need organizations like Elite One, FLA, yeah, these feeder promotions, man. So people can get their feet wet, amateur, go to pro, go on to a bigger organization, and, or whatever, right? It's a, and more importantly, staying busy, yeah. you know, like as a promotion, uh, which, which I think, like, you know. You know, people can say what they want about this event, but, you know, I, I really believe, like, you look, this event, it's like we're all in the East Coast. We're in this together. Like, this maritime bubble just didn't, didn't start because of COVID. Right. Like, this has been going on long before. Like, we're kind of on our own out here. We always have been. And, um, like, you look at, like, a lot of the, like, man, I, on these podcasts, I have lots of people from across Canada, coaches, like Canadian coaches, whatever. And I always ask them, like, how come, like, we never get a goddamn look? on a team candidate because it's that's just not the way it works right and it's yeah. just so we're always kind of and i think this these this event if it goes well which it will um you know it's going to be huge for for our scene moving forward like you said justin but it, it it's like all it's like an all-around thing because it helps the clubs keeps people in the club being motivated paying dues you know it's like a it's full, know, circle. full circle yeah yeah how's mxt john or john rob good great uh Professor Kelly, doing well? Yeah, we're kind of, we've uh, preemptively, I guess, kind of stepped back into some more of the COVID restrictions yeah. on our own because things were looking a little weird and we've had cops coming into gyms and bars and stuff around the city and stuff. So uh, I don't know what they're calling themselves. They're some kind of uh, uh, safety compliance officers or something, but they got guns with, in their nose. With a gun. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. Oh yeah, that's yeah, cops. Yeah, it's the same guys who used to raid the bars, but now they're doing it for COVID instead of smoking in front of the doors and stuff. So <laughs> we've uh, basically back masks. Uh, we pick our partners, kind of a thing. Uh, temperatures at the door. Everybody signs in for contact tracing still, but through that, like we've, you really get to see who wants to train all the time. Because if it's a pain in the ass to wear a mask, well then you're not going to show up. And if it's a pain in the ass to fill stuff out or go through the trouble stuff, you're not going to show up. So it's, we got really the cream of the crop kind of guys now coming in to train awesome. regularly, as regularly as we can kind of a deal, but under the new regular, new normal, I guess, but hmm. is what it is. I'm still getting yeah. my training in, brother. That's it. Well, that's exactly like you said, you know, it's a, the will to want it. Jake, you guys still, you know, a mask or anything like that? Uh, we don't wear masks while we're training, but like walking Just in, walking, in, walking yeah. out, that kind of thing. Um, basically, as soon as you hit the mats, you can take it off kind of thing. Same with like uh, going to the gym. You have to wear the mask all through the public areas. And then they have like uh, certain spots where you can put your mask or whatever stuff, the car keys, whatever. Um, and then you can go and do your workout. Uh, put it on this gym barbell. Yeah. Yeah. 
basically. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it's it's just like Rob said, you know, we're, we're able to get the trading in, still be able to do everything, um, even with a couple pains in the ass. But, mm -hmm. awesome. uh, yeah, well, new normal. That's it, boys. That's all you can. Um, well, again, I want to thank you guys not only for uh, joining us today, but uh, just well, we got a couple more questions, but also training hard and, and doing what you're doing. Like, you know, Fight League Atlantic is the brand out there, but it's not possible without the athletes, period, period. So I want you to know how much from John and I, it is appreciated what you're doing, how hard you are working, and, and we're trying to do this together. So don't think it's it's not really appreciated from our end. Um, so, you know, obviously this event, a lot of people may or may not know because our event is so popular and huge around the world that uh, UFC uh, with Khabib and Justin is the same day of our event. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's actually starts at 3 o'clock. Yeah, it's like the prelims are lunchtime. Yeah, so we we scheduled our event to start at six thirty on purpose because the Khabib main card starts at three. Okay, hoping it would be over by like five thirty six, and then people can go right into watching our event. If yeah. you know, if they so, we'll see. I would I I don't know. You know, hopefully that's kind of the plan. But uh, any predictions on that fight, gentlemen? Justin. Yeah. Could be, could be by smash. Smash. <laughs> yeah. smash. Everybody, unanimous. Yeah. He's got really good defensive wrestling, so it might take a little bit longer to get him down to the ground than we normally see, but I, I think it's he's going to wear him down, pin him, Khabib his legs, and then just smash him. Is what yeah. it is, man. Be cool if I'm wrong, but I don't think I'm going to. It would be cool if Gage won. I just I don't, I don't see it happening. No, he's yeah, got a brawler's chance and attack. Some technical battle. difficulties here, folks. Seems like cat's logging or you guys can hear. Yeah, yeah, we're good. <laughs> we're good. It was a little bit of a brain fart by the program. I don't know what's going on here a little bit, but uh, damn you, program! Damn you! I want a sixteen percent discount. No, <laughs> no not even a super seventeen, right? Well, it's, it's not like this, this, man. We used to get those all the time. Like when our streaming, we would, uh, when we first started streaming events, it would be free and people would be messaging. And they'd be like this, you know, because this was like 2014 and we were just learning and streaming wasn't even a big thing at that time. And we had like, we were doing it and people would be complaining about it because it would like glitch randomly. I'm like, motherfucker, this is free. <laughs> this is free. You cannot complain. You know, you can complain if you're paying. Then you yeah. complain, you know. So, and I will say at all our pay per views, I shouldn't be talking and bragging about this, but I'm knocking on wood. Um, we've had maybe like, no, maybe one issue in the whole, like all the events we've ever done. And that's probably because of the guys behind the scenes running the show, man. Like our last event, no one knows it, but like 10 minutes before we went live, uh, our internet went out at the, at the wreck. <laughs> at, someone stepped on the cord and ripped it out. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. So, like someone on our own crew, <laughs> not like, so that's happened before too. So, man, any of this kind of weird shit can happen, but it's going to be a great event. Uh, I'm really excited for it. a lot of great sponsors on board. You're all going to get uh, some really kind of cool stuff from our sponsors as well when you arrive, which is kind of cool. That's awesome. Um, yeah, I hope you don't mind. Uh, you know, one chunk challenges Rob for the second time. <laughs> you never like that. You didn't do I, that one, did you? No, I we can line it up. I'm still uh, waiting. I got it sitting over there in a box. I got my merch box. I'll go yeah, share it. Right These guys are done if you want, man. No, no, no. <laughs> you don't have to do that, dude. Whip it out. So, yeah, whip it out. <laughs> after, the, after the event, I'll line it up. I'll do this one chunk challenge. 
And if I get another one, I'll find another person and I'll see if they'll match me donations to a charity and we'll both come on and we'll do the one chunk challenge. Nice. There's one thing I can do. It's take pain on TV. So <laughs> perfect. Well, that's what we love. We'll make it worth yeah. it. If, if no one's aware of what we're talking about, we're talking about these uh, Maritime Madness does these. They do hot sauce and, and rubs and all this kind of stuff, but the, this is a one-chunk challenge. It's uh, it's like peanut brittle and ghost peppers and Carolina Reaper hot sauce. I don't know what it is. It's, it's nasty. It's but I got a guy that'll put five of those in his mouth if you want. What is that? That's Biff? The wrong guy. We don't need that guy. We need the guy who eats one and dies. That's what I'm. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. We don't we need, need that guy. for that shit. I can't <laughs> eat the hot stuff. Yeah. Okay. I'm not doing that. No, we need, we'll need insurance for that episode. Mitch Clark did it. Uh, I don't know, probably like uh, a month ago or something, and and he like he did it, and probably like two three minutes in, he was like, I gotta go. And he texts me afterwards. He's like, I hate your guts so bad. Who's your boy that did it? Was drinking Pepsi. Uh, he got somebody to do it, and he was drinking Pepsi the whole time, bro. I was like, what is up? Was that? Uh, oh, that was Wayne Rushton, the first guy that took. He took his pants off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Balls got hot. He was, yeah. <laughs> Balls got hot. Yeah. He said, the "Balls are hot." Like a, he took his pants right off. It was pretty funny. Um, yeah, he's an interesting yeah. cat, man. Everybody, if I, I'm, and it's funny because people are like, "Have you taken?" It? I'm like, "No, I'm not." And I'm not taking it. They're like, "You, you, you're giving everybody else that to take on TV, and you won't take it yourself." I'm like, "I got legit, legit concerns and fears about it, but I'm gonna do it." But I've seen too many people eat it now, and I'm like, "Fuck, this is brutal, brutal." Yeah, like, you don't have to by any means. If you want to give it to someone, and like, I'm already right no, I, I got this bad habit where if I say I'm going to do something, I'll do it, even if it takes me way longer than I said it was going to take. Yeah. But I'm, I'm going to do it, man. That's just, ethics, buddy. Ethics and hard work. <laughs> yeah. All right, boys. Well, uh, you know, let's wrap it up here. I don't want to take too too much of anybody's time. We're this is the everybody's favorite noon hour, half hour podcast. Uh, we'll do them randomly, you know, during the day, whenever we can get them in. But uh, I'm kind of back to work full time. So we're kind of trying to split between that and events. And so I appreciate everybody tuning in. And uh, one final word for any of you guys about uh, tune in and, uh, you know, what the fans can expect from you guys on October 24th. We'll start with you, Mr. McKenzie. Uh, well, whether you want to see me win or lose, tune in. It's going to be exciting. And I promise, I promise you, I'm putting on a show. So buy the pay-per-view. There you go. There you go. Jake? Uh, well, I'm just going to say that uh, I've had a lot of support. Uh, people saying that they're going to buy the, the pay-per-view or they've already pre-ordered it. Excuse me. Um, I'm hoping that Rob and I put on a good show regardless of, of the winner. Just looking to compete, break the ice. And, and uh, you know, obviously I'm, I'm going in for the win, going in for a submission. Um, but uh, I, I think it'll be an interesting matchup. Two big guys going at it. And uh, I think we're both really strong individuals. So, Hopefully the cage can hold us, hold yeah, us in yeah. there. Yeah, super double tight. Yeah. Double tight those bolts. Well said. Rob? Uh, number one, I think more people need to be sharing and supporting this event. Not obviously you guys, but just everybody that's watching this. If you got two seconds, click the link, share it, tell somebody they should watch this shit. If you want to see MMA and BJJ and all this stuff in the Maritimes grow, support it. If it's... Maybe there's not a guy from your club that's competing, support it anyway. Maybe there's two guys from the club you don't like that are competing, support it anyway, because this is all going to help. And even if it's building hype for an E1 event further down the road or another FLA event down the road or another jiu-jitsu tournament that happens down the road, everybody should be getting in on this shit because like every one of us is working our asses off. And if each one of us is our own personal like promotion vehicle and nobody ever ties together, 
how are we ever going to build characters out of this stuff? So if you've got a guy that did really good at E1 and nobody will talk about a different promotion, what's, what's he going to look like at FLA? Nobody's going to give a shit. You got spread it. Get it out there. Everything, man. Like if you got films that either of these cats competing, share them too. Me, my film, share it out. I don't give a shit. Let's get people watching this stuff. Make these mm -hmm. people characters that people want to see as opposed to just names on a list. And it's like, well, I don't know that promoter, so I'm not going to buy this event kind of deal. Yeah. But uh, it's I'm coming in guns blazing, man. Like, I think this guy fucked up by choosing me, honestly. <laughs> and he says he picked me, which is stupid. But I've been working my ass off, killing it with one of the best BJJ teams in the Maritimes, picking and choosing the best guys to work with this whole time. And I'm dying to get back in that cage. I think I'm going to make short work of him. I might be wrong. I hope I'm wrong. But we'll see what's up. It's going to be brutal. It's going to be quick. It's going to be fucking jujitsu, bud. <laughs> That's why I picked it, man. I know you work hard. That's why I picked you. There you go, boys. Well, cheers to that. Cheers to good matches, and and cheers to saying that. Well, man, we appreciate that because we've been growing. Yeah, 2014, so we started this, and we started this. We share everybody's shit. We support everybody. We always have. And uh, that's a big thing for us, man. So, so thank you for those kind words. I think that's super important because you know you you notice who shares and who pushes and who tries to help, man. So it's it is appreciated to all those people who really do care about the Actually, because without that won't grow, man. Shared themselves someday down the road. It'd be cool if they shared some shit now. Kind of yeah. effect. Yeah. Oh man, I couldn't agree more, dude. Yeah, we couldn't. Well, that's a whole other podcast we can get into sometime. <laughs> but all right, boys. Well, you have a wonderful day. I want to thank you again. Uh, keep training. Keep being healthy. Uh, keep being great role models in your clubs and gym. And uh, we'll see you next week. All right. Peace. Take care, boys. Great episode, folks. Uh, three very, very great guys and uh, talented athletes in the Maritimes, all humble, uh, ready to put on a show next Saturday. Uh, make sure you head over to FightLeagueAtlantic.com and order that pay-per-view. Remember, everybody who pre-orders the pay-per-view is automatically entered into an FLA swag pack with hoodies and T-shirts and shorts, official fight shorts, a pair of gloves. Uh, so it's a great swag pack uh, for everybody involved in that pre-order. Make sure you get over there, check it out. As well, we have apparel for sale. And uh, of course, this podcast, FLA Exposure, is available on every single platform you can imagine. Audio form, so you don't have to look at my face. But if you do want to look at my face, YouTube and Facebook. All right, folks. Again, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for those fantastic guys joining us. I don't know what else to say. I think that's it. I'm out. We'll see you to, 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 to whenever. Probably tomorrow. I think Stefan Bonner, I think is tomorrow. Stefan Bonner, UFC Hall of Fame. See you then.